Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Scale Riders Podcast. This is episode number 161 with my guest, Gavin, all the way from Japan here. You guys are going to know him, I mean, obviously, on Instagram as Lowrider Model Car Parts. He does have a website, so if you guys want to check out the site, it's lowridermodelcarparts.com. So what's up, Gavin? How you been? I'm doing pretty good, man, yeah. Dang. So this is sec second time we've done an interview. I mean, I feel like it's been maybe more than a year, year and a half since the last time we had you on the show. It's been almost two. Dang, that's <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah, um, that was uh, after the Iceman build off. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's so crazy. Like, I feel like so much stuff obviously happened between all that time to now. Yeah. I mean, now you have the launch of the business. You're—I I feel like you're filling in a—you a, filled in a big void that was like there back then with wheels, you know. And not only that, even with accessories for Lowrider, yeah. because yep. I still remember when um, I was getting into this and just like working on model cars with like Armando Flores, Juan Mesqua. And then later other car model builders, the guys from down to scale. Um, one of the one of the things from you know that I always felt was very important was the wheels. Um, yeah. And that was one thing that I lacked on. I didn't have the wheels. Um, as time went on, you know, I, I would be blessed by wheels. Like here you go, you know, Armando would hook me up, you know, or you know, like Hank's wheels came out for a while. You know, we're yeah. getting those, but. Other than that, I mean, I feel like there was always like a struggle like to get wheels and parts. But once you came out the gate, dude, I feel like everybody was like super happy. How, how does that feel like to know that, you know, you're you're coming out with products and people are happy and using them? It's it's cool, man. Um, I mean, it started off as just uh, basically a list of bomb accessories that I wanted on the market, you know, stuff I was always after and couldn't get. And honestly, like I had no intention of doing wheels at all until one day I realized like, Hey, like if I want this to pay for itself, I should put out some wheels because that's what people buy. You know, that's what they want. And what was that about a year and a half ago? There wasn't like Hank had quit. Um, Jeffrey's kind of moved towards the 110 stuff like focusing on the red cat car and uh i think t danis was having problems getting plating done and so there's there's like no wheels left <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah you're right it was a good time to introduce some wheels i guess yeah because it, it was it was crazy like once you started coming out with the stuff i mean it was exciting and i know you know uh People were ordering them and getting them in hands, but I think everybody was very surprised as how fast they were getting them from you, all the way from, yeah. from Japan. And once they had them in hand, they were able to see the the quality that you were putting yeah, out. Dude. You know, especially that chrome. You know, I you know chrome. I feel like it's always been a, an, a, another factor that's very important in the model car scene, especially lowriders. People yeah. want to get chrome parts chrome plating everything and the minute you know that they see chrome plated parts on someone's build they right away will ask where'd you get them you know where'd you go yeah, yeah. how much was yeah. it and i mean sometimes it's tough like to you know 
not everybody's going to give you that those answers for that. But with this, it was just crazy that, you know, people got the wheels and the parts and it wasn't even like asking you, hey, where, where'd you get? It, it was more like, I want to buy more. <laughs> you know? Oh, I definitely got tons of messages about the, the chrome plating. But <laughs> I mean, there's nothing even if they could send parts to Japan, mm-hmm. like even if they were willing to, they can't like the guy just takes cash, you know, mm-hmm. and it's all Japanese. They don't do overseas stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it can't. And honestly, like it's not cheap. It's mm-hmm. like triple what guys in the States used to charge. Yeah. And it's also like with the, the, the shipping, these days like you know a little tiny box like i send now is is 25 bucks but like a you know racks of of parts like that's gonna that's gonna cost like probably 150 bucks each way you know yeah yeah so it's 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 like do you really want to invest 600 dollars you know to to chrome plate some stuff (laughs) yeah dude it's a trip like like you you being in japan and, and you know being like, all right, I'm going to make these wheels and all these parts, you know, what, what was the, like for you, like the plan, like, did you have to go seek out, you know, like the Chromer first or, or were you already designing 3D? Nah, did it all kind of come together? There really was no plan. I just, you know, I lost my work because of COVID and I had like, I didn't see any work ahead of me for a while. So I knew I was going to have time on my hands. And I had been kind of casually um, researching 3D printers because I was kind of curious. And then, <clears throat> and then I just decided to buy one. Like, why not? You know, I'm just sitting here. So I bought one and I learned how to use it. And once I learned how to use it, uh, I had I paid a designer to do a, the Thermador Swamp Cooler because that's the item that I always want to use and nobody ever has them. Um, so I paid a guy to make those and I printed some off and I was like, this is great. I've got swamp coolers for life now, you know? And, uh, and after that, I was like, I was building that 50 Chevy pickup, that Brown one. And I tried to put, I, like, I tried to mount the kit visor and it was like, it just didn't fit right. And the mounts kept falling off. I was like, you know what? Let's find another designer. Let's get it. Let's get a, a, a visor made for this. So I did the visor, then I did the side shield. And then I was like, man, it'd be nice to do some bumper guards. Uh, I wonder if I could find a chrome plater in Japan. And like I did, I found a chrome plater and I was like, cool. So I made some bumper guards. And like at that point, uh, I was kind of sitting there looking at this stuff. And like I had sent some stuff to the chrome plater, like one rack of like, because the chrome plater told me, um 3d printed parts like the plastic it melts sometimes during their chroming process so i kind of had to test it first right so i threw some bumper guards on there and some regular kit parts he said would be okay so put some regular kit parts on there and sent it out and uh, i got the chrome back and i was like dude like this is the best chrome i've ever seen you know um and at that point is it, I was like, well, shit, I'll do some 39 bumper guards. And then I thought, well, you know, like I could turn this into something, you know, but like 
I need to do a wheel because that's what people are after, you know? So I came up with those 30 spokes and then like all of a sudden I had, you know, a small line of products, you know? And so I did the website and a friend of mine did the logo and I bought some boxes and, uh, you know, that was about it, dude. <laughs> and it, like, it worked out, you know? Yeah. That's pretty dope. Who, who, the yeah. person that did your logo is, is a person based out of Japan or is he here in the States? He's dude. He's some, he's like one of my best friends. I've known him since grade school. <laughs> oh, that's cool, dude. He got down. It's dope. I like it. it it's a, yeah. I, I mean, those stickers that you've given me with the packages, like yeah. I love looking at that sticker. It's like super yes. cool. And I know that for sure in the future, right now we might not see it, but I know in the future it's going to be one of those like iconic stickers. Like every modeler is going to know like what <laughs> that sticker represents. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he's, he's actually a tattoo artist and he lives in um, <clears throat> somewhere out the ne Netherlands lives out in Netherlands now. But uh, yeah, man, I just, I told him, I was like, I, I want, I want a 39 Chevy pointing this way with lowrider model car parts written around it. And, and he just like whipped that up and that was it. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Cool, man. This is perfect. Oh, you know, actually he made it square first and I tried to add it to the, the Instagram account and mm. it didn't work because the, because the, the photo has to be a circle, you know, it turns it into a circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, so I had him change it and make it all round, but Yeah. Right on, dude. That's dope. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it it just, the the packaging, like, the first time when I got one of your packages, you know, just seeing the small little box, I was like, oh, damn, this is dope. It's here, opening yeah. it up. Um, it has a sticker, the wheels, but not only that, there's also a little sheet you included uh, with the yeah. instructions as well, and a business card. Um, how, how was it important for you to include all those things for packaging uh, you know, with your orders, it was important. I mean, it, you know, might as well throw a business card in. Like you get, you know, three thousand of them for ten bucks or whatever. Um, and the stickers were kind of expensive, but they're nice to have. And the little disclaimer: uh, those, like that, those that packaging was really cool, man. It was a small, compact box, and everything fit in there perfect. And if it didn't, I would just tape two together. But um, like originally I bought like 50 of those boxes and I burned through them real quick. And so I bought 300 more the next time. And as soon as I used that new um, stack of boxes, I did a trip to the post office and they deemed the boxes like half a centimeter too too small to use <laughs> oh, um, yeah i was like oh you gotta be kidding me that's crazy yeah. so so that's why after that i started uh putting the box into a manila envelope and sending it that way which kind of it kind of made me mad because that doubled my price on the packaging having to buy the manila envelopes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Damn. and the boxes i have now are the same material but they're kind of like made for files but yeah my, the packaging is not even nice anymore man the box is like i have to put tape around it because it's got these perforations and like they're too big for 
the product to fit in there nicely. So I kind of just roll it up in some plastic and then shove a bunch of newspaper in there. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it's like uh, like things, all these things that that are gonna just happen, you know, with, with the business. There's always gonna be changes, shipping prices going up, and you know, specifications. Yeah. You got to do this. So then, at some point, you have to kind of pivot and figure out, all right, how can I get around this? And especially with shipping, you know, you, you want to find like what's the best method, but also for it not to be so expensive, but it, it's always like a struggle. Like it's always going to be something uh, with shipping, especially with like the whole pandemic COVID thing going on. Um, it's you know, not, it's not, it's not even COVID anymore right now. Now it's, it's just USPS. Uh, I, last October they announced they were raising prices and cutting service. Well, part of that service was the economy shipping from Japan and so the only thing that was left was the EMS for 25 bucks and that hurt dude. Um, and now starting June 1st, that's going up to 40 and the economy shipping is coming back, but it's, it's jumping up to, I think $29. Wow. Yeah, dude. So like at this point, it's absolutely impossible for me to get sales from here. Um, but I got that taken care of, actually. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned this on Instagram anywhere, so you might be the first one to hear about it. Yeah, um, what is it? Let's see. But, okay, so after NNL West, so basically I'm bringing all my inventory with me. Um, it all fits in a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's dope. Yeah. It's all coming with me, and I'm going to do a SoCal Open. I might go to Dallas. Um, for the Plastic Society show. And then the last show is going to be NNL West. And after NNL West, what's left is being sent to somebody in the States who you guys all know, but um, we're just kind of keeping it on the down low because I don't want him getting bothered with like messages about shipping or anything like that. Mm, but, yeah, <laughs> that'll so definitely we, happen. Hey, yeah. So, <laughs> so Product will be in America, like starting May 1st. It's never going to ship out of Japan ever again. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. So it'll be, um, so it'll be like domestic American shipping. I think it's going to be like a $6 flat rate unless they raise prices again between now and, and then. But uh, so, and for the <clears throat> like European and other countries, there's going to be, I'm basically going to take the shipping profiles off the website. So, cause I mean, 95% of the customers are in America anyways. So anybody in Europe or, uh, you know, anywhere else, uh, just can message me through the website or Instagram or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. Cause that's the thing, dude, the, the, you know, finding, finding a way to, you know, get over like that wall, right? Because yeah. you're in Japan, a lot of your customers are in the States. So it's yeah. like you have the product, it's just fine. The, the problem is getting it to them and you have to find that solution, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like I tried to fight it for as long as I could, but like after I saw that next shipping rate hike, 
I was like, oh God. And it, it's like, it's only America too. It said right on the pamphlet due to rising cost of transportation in America. And it's just like, well, that's not going to change. Like the, the price is never going to go back down, you know? So yeah, I, I had to do something. Yeah, that's true, man. It, it's not going to go back. There's just no way because, you know, the minute yeah. the prices are set and then they see people are, are still shipping stuff, paying for it and whatever, it's just, let's just keep it at that. Let's make this like the standard that yeah, that's pretty much what it, what it ends up becoming. And it gets well, frustrating big time. Well, the craziest thing, though, is like, I think back to February of last year when I started this. That economy shipping cost me two dollars <laughs> and fifty cents. Now crazy. it's you know, yeah, dude. Now it's twenty nine dollars. Like that's that's more than ten times the cost in mm-hmm. a year and two months. <laughs> like how does it go up that much? That's crazy, you know. Yeah, that's that's super crazy. So, so now. Um, you know, you're, we know you, you've announced you're coming to California. You're going to be out. How long are you going to be out in California for? Seven weeks, I think. Nice. And, so, and how long has it been since the last time you were in California? The last time I saw you there at NNL West. Yeah, that's right. It was at what, uh, 2018 or 17? I think it was. I don't know. I think it was 2018 or 2019. Yeah. I mean, it, feel, it feels like a long time, but I, but you know, the years of everything goes by kind of fast. So it was a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, under normal, under normal circumstances, I probably would have been back to the States probably like twice in between here now and then, you know, mm-hmm. how do you but, feel? Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, that, are you excited that you're going to be coming out here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like seven weeks is a long time too long but um it was like japan just started letting foreigners come to japan like just a few months ago um so when i started looking at plane tickets it was kind of like well i wanted to leave like in the middle of may you know and stay till after NNL West, but I thought like, if I'm going to be, cause plane tickets are crazy high. I mean, it, it's cost, it cost me uh, three times as much as it normally used to just for the plane ticket, you know, plus you have to deal with like all this, these like COVID tests and it like, it's, it's not just the expensive plane ticket. It's like, the tests, the, just everything, man. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, you're already like mentally preparing yourself because there's going to be a lot of waiting, a lot of testing, a lot of this, a lot of that, like drama that you're just like, fuck, like I'm just trying to fly to the other side, you know? Yeah. You can't, you can't just get on a plane now, you know, you have to pay three times more. You have to get a bunch of tests. You have to get Mm -hmm. tests at the airport. It's like, Jesus. But yeah, I figured if I'm forking out that much money, I might as well come early and do SoCal Open, you know? Yeah. And also, also I was worried that like NNLS would get canceled again because it's like, that's happened three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I figured 
it'd probably be best to like do SoCal Open just in case Edna West gets canceled. You know, at least I don't come there and do like zero shows. So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I was gonna, you know, let, let's let's plug in some of the shows. So for you guys that are listening, and we've mentioned it before, but we gotta we gotta keep promoting this. So SoCal Open is going down May first. And it's gonna be out here in the valley. Uh, Gavin is gonna be there. This is gonna be the like pretty much first time vending at Hoeder yes. Model Car Parts in California, yes. in the United States. So, I mean, here in California, especially Southern California, um, there's there's a lot of modelers here that build lowriders, you know. And I feel like that's like a center point, especially for people coming up from like San Diego. People even coming from Northern California that can make that trip. It's on a yep. Saturday. So, I mean, yep. definitely plan it out. Come out, pick up some stuff there. I'm there in person. And then if you can't make that drive back home that night, the next day, I mean, you still got the next day. Um, but it's going to be awesome. He's going to be there. Um, he's also going to have some displays with his, with his uh, items that you'll be able to see in person. He, he did mention also the Texas show. So that's going to be taking place May 21st, uh, plastic thrown by the Plastic Society in Texas. And then NNL West will be June 11th. That'll be in Northern California at Santa Clara Convention Center. So that's three shows right there, man. Like, definitely yep. take advantage. I wish that I could go to all, like, all three of them. I, I could only do one. But yeah. I mean, for the for the I'm most not, part, I'm not positive go. I'm gonna do the Dallas show yet, but most likely I will. But it's, I haven't bought the ticket, I haven't reserved the booth, but it'll probably happen. Yeah, yeah, just follow your instincts. You know, once once you once it's coming up, you're gonna get pumped. You're gonna be like, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna be there. You know, it's. Yeah. Um, I mean, but if you can, if not, it's understandable. You know, if anything. Look at it as like this is another introduction to people that are gonna see you to get to meet you to yeah. get to see your products and like listeners that are listening to the podcast, I want them to know like you know you like this is rare. This isn't like you're coming out here all the time doing this. This is like you know you haven't been out here in a while. You're you're coming out. You're bringing in product product that people want for sure. Yeah. You know those times that you have. You know, I've gotten product from you to sell at shows, especially the SoCal Open and other shows. Dude, your stuff sells out like completely, nice. like right nice. away, bro. Like people come through, they already know because I'm already telling them I'm going to have these items only at the show and it, no reservations, you know, like just first come, first serve, whatever, just come through and they're there. Yeah. And, and yeah, people come through and I would say probably like by 11 noon, they're completely gone. And, you know, it's funny because some people would come up and be like, like when I got some of those chrome steering wheels with the chain, yeah. um, they saw them and they were like, oh, these are nice. And then they, they kind of just, you know, put them back like, oh, I'm going to do the rounds and come back, I guess, to make, like to think about it. And in my mind, I'm already going like, oh, those are going to be gone. Like. By the time this person goes, they're going to be gone and I'm not holding anything, you know? And then, yeah, later they come back and they're completely gone. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't got them. They're done. But you can get them at the, you can order them, you know, from the website. And 
I mean, now this is going to be awesome for you because, you know, like you said, in May, you know, the, the items will be stateside. So somebody will be handling yeah. it for you. Yeah. So. And it's, it's uh, people already know I'm coming and know there's going to be local shipping. And like, I'm already getting people trying to pay me now for stuff, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not taking payment for anything until I actually land in California because like who knows what's going to happen you know yeah yeah and i'll play it safe i remember hank a long time ago telling me he said like when he was doing the wheels and he yeah. was, like i remember there was a time where he did the wheels and then he was going to do another batch and he was taking pre-orders yeah and i remember him telling me hey man it's a trip because i'm taking pre-orders and the deposit i think it was only like i think it was 20 dollars deposit and his words were like, it's a trip how the minute someone, you know, gives you 20 or whatever the amount is, you know, the money for the deposit. Yeah. It's, it's like they own you because <laughs> he was like, they keep hitting me up. Like, yo, what's the status? What's up with my wheels? They kept hammering yeah. it to him. And he, he got, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that frustrated him a lot. He didn't, he didn't voice it or anything. You know, he's super chill dude, but yeah. I mean, he was telling me like, man, it's a trip. And I know things like that can, can, you know, make someone can make it not be fun. You know, we're at a point where you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm out or I don't, I don't want to do this, but play it safe. I mean, just when you're here and everything and then bam, handle business from there. Yeah. Yeah. Basically I'll do, I'll do SoCal open and then that night or the next day I'll do, I'll, I'll update the website with what inventory is left and then announce it then you know and people could just order through the site and that's it yeah if when, when you started do you remember like how many items you had on the website like when you just launched like 10 maybe yeah it's up to like well the max the max is 50 unless i want to pay extra each month for the website but i've just been deleting stuff stuff that's tired and replacing it with something new um, yeah what was it was it hard for you to kind of retire some items you know to to bring in new items or or were you kind of like you know what i'll take these off for now and maybe in the future i'll bring them back Nah, man i just it gets low and i just take it off and take that pile and throw it in my personal stash so it's like the uh, the next thing that's gonna go is the side shields um I'm bringing like four to sell. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And like the rest, I just threw in my personal stash, and those will be gone. Um, you know. And um, and and from now, and I mean, at the time, so you already said when you started. Right now, at this point, what would you say an estimate of how many products you've you've already have had out now? I don't know. I have no idea, dude. I About mean, like 20, 30? Cause there's a lot, bro. Every time I go on the site, I'm like, damn, there's, there's like so many different things on there. Yeah. And it's like, I got it. I mean, I don't even announce things anymore, especially now with the shipping, the way it is, it just isn't worth it. But I just secretly kind of sneak the stuff in, dude. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, once things gets, get, gets going like in stateside shipping, it, you know, it'll change. Like I've got a list. I've got about 17 different things I want to start working on as soon as I get back. 
and like I'll get the chrome stuff done first. And while that's being plated, I'll work on the stuff that sells raw and then restock if I have to of existing things and then send that stuff to America. And, you know, that's, that's when I know like how things are going to be going after that. Like, yeah, if I, you know, if I've got some new products and they're, they're announced available and in the States, like, you know, that's going to be awesome because like right now when I announce something, nobody cares because the shipping's too expensive, which is totally understandable. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So, so like back before um, the the shipping, before it went up and all, the the response was a lot more different. Like when you would, you know, promote like a new item compared, oh, yeah, to, compared to now. I mean, when like the, yeah, the, the shipping the first month or two was only six bucks. Then it went up, and I had to raise it to ten for the economy shipping. But yeah, I could sell anything, man. I mean you know, a random set of one-off wheels I can post on Instagram, you know, and people, they'll, they'll get sold within an hour, you know, because the shipping's only going to be 10 bucks at the, at the at, you know, but I can't do that now. Like I can't sell a set of wheels and expect somebody to be okay with $25 shipping, you know? Yeah. Like it, just doesn't, yeah. it just doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. And yeah, it's, it's almost like, um, let's just say like if like if a customer was gonna pay like 40 bucks you know for for shipping it, it one thing i mean i would recommend let's say for listeners out there that have you know like they're in model car clubs and they build lowriders instead of just being like i just want to buy one set two sets it's probably best to hit up take account with all the guys in the in the club and be like how many do you want how many do you want how many do you want all right let's all put our money together and let's just put in one order so we all get it shipped in one box as opposed to everybody shooting out individuals, you know? It, yeah. I mean, but but it, that's on them, though. But that's something, you know, I would recommend, like, for people that are listening, like, if, if they plan, you know, to do something like that, if they needed it, like, right now in this very moment. But I know things are going to change within the next coming weeks when you come yeah. out. Yeah. Like, that. yeah, we don't have to worry about that now which is great but <clears throat> yeah man it's gonna I'm super excited yeah i think it's gonna be awesome because this is gonna be like just look at it as like a, a another chapter because i mean the first thing you did was the initiation of the business starting it connecting you know with with the the designers for the 3d parts um you know the chromer and then later you know you pretty much checking each like body quality control packaging shipping like doing all that process and then yeah. you had to deal with you know all these different obstacles but now this is like a whole another chapter like by the time you're back from this trip back at home you're gonna have a different perspective and i oh, think yeah, totally i think a lot of people are gonna probably tell you or ask you in person like do you ever plan on making this or that there's gonna be a lot of ideas and things are going to just manifest that when you go home, different perspective. And yep. you're going to be like, trust me, I, I think a whole lot more designs, things are going to be coming out. And, and you're going to just create this system that's going to work for you. From I think so, to the States, bro. It's going to happen for sure. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I mean, being out here was, was an obstacle to begin with, even with the affordable shipping. 
it was still a lot of people not wanting to order overseas, you know, thinking it's going to get lost in the mail or it's going to yeah. take too long or, mm-hmm. or, or not even, or assuming it was going to be 25 bucks shipping and not even bothering to click to see how much it would be. You know, they just completely avoid it altogether, which I mean, that's understandable, dude. I, I don't, I don't blame them, you know, but yeah, it's just the way things go. And I think, yeah, I, no, you're right. That's exactly it what I was thinking also, like, you know, with state side, state side shipping, there's more opportunities, like more, more opportunity for me to sell even different items too, like, um, like Volkswagen stuff, you know, or, or like the, the, um, <clears throat> you know, red cap parts. Like I did uh, a bunch of stuff for Andres for his, um, his red cat, uh, uh, 64, 64. Yeah. And while I did his parts, I did like a few extra sets also, you know, but it's like, I couldn't really sell them, man, because I don't have a website with 50 red cat items, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, if, you know, if, if you want one or two of the few items I have, you're not going to, you're not going to pay the $25 shipping just for a set of, you know, Oregon speaker covers or pumps you know but yeah you know but with domestic shipping it's like six bucks you know why not buy these things you know mm-hmm. no yeah well one of the wheels that that uh stood out to me that you did it was this one that has like spikes and um you, you had oh, yeah. on instagram uh regarding you know uh, is it, it is that for like hot rods or i've never seen those yeah, wheels dude, before I don't know. It's like if you Google uh, like spoke wheels, that always pops up. It's it's like a um, some hot rod guy back in like the 70s made it out of other hubcap parts. Um, and I don't know, he's like a hot rod guy and made these cars with those hubcaps. But I see I see people mention them every now and then, like on social media. So I thought it would be fun to make them, but it actually wasn't fun. <clears throat> they were. Uh, uh, very hard to print and the like I had I had them chrome plated and I couldn't after I got them back I couldn't get them off the supports like without <laughs> accidentally breaking the tips so it's like like half of them just got pitched in the garbage and the other half like that's when the economy shipping disappeared and so it's like I, I haven't even sold a single set of those I had a couple of people want them but the you know but yeah, hopefully I get I offload some of those because like that wasn't cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And like right now, uh, are, are you working? Like, do you have a, a day job, or are you, or this is it? Just the model, the lawyer model car parts, your website, where you're this pretty is much. This it, man. Damn, dude, yeah. you've been doing it, dude. Like, I'm I'm proud of you, man. Like, you know, I I still work for my parents. You know, I answer phone calls here here at home for the shop. They get forwarded to me, but one of my goals is is to you know transition you know over over into just 100 percent scale writers like the online yeah. store and that you know and nice. i i know that sometimes it's it could be hard you know like just being kind of thrown in that position like like i know for sure that if you know let's say i didn't work for my parents i work for a company or whatever and they told me like you know there's no more work you're done you're, you know go find a job or whatever and if 
And if I was, you know, starting off with scale riders, for sure, you know, it, it's going to be a struggle, you know? Yeah, dude. And, and it, it's, it's a, it's like a mental thing, man. Like, like you have to be very, um, you know, like strong mentally. And I feel like, like you're, you're one of those people, you, you, you know, you're strong mentally, you went through the trenches, you survived, you're here. And I know that a lot of good things are going to come your way, man. I, I know yeah. it for sure. What? I'm just stoked because like before COVID, like the work I was doing, I had a ton invested into it and I was making good money and I was already planning on something else, you know, in addition to that. And then COVID just completely ruined it, dude. Like I went from up here to like down here real fast, dude. I mean, it, it cost me everything. And like, so to be doing this is cool because I enjoy it. I can do it from home. And like, it's, it's, believe it or not, it's actually a lot of work. Like, you know, like some people think you just print stuff, you know, but <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not just printing stuff. Like just chilling. You know, yeah. No. Yeah. Like, like just to get one wheel to where it needs to be. Like it, you know, it takes weeks of designing. It's, you know, you have to test, like you got to print, test print the thing, maybe like five or six times. Um, you don't know if it's going to last, like you need to make sure it's going to get chrome plated properly. Sometimes, sometimes like the, um, they get clogged, like the chrome gets clogged in between the spokes mm -hmm. or sometimes they melt in the, in the chroming process. But like, there's a lot of that and, um, like maintenance on the machines, you know, like cleaning up, even disposing, like it creates a ton of waste, you know, yeah. and like you have to dispose of it properly um uh dude there's just tons man but uh the thing is though man is this is a like living in japan is a completely different lifestyle in america so like doing me doing this right now i could totally live off it because it's like i mean we rent like a four-bedroom house but dude our rent's only 750 a month you know yeah you know, our, our, like we have a car, but it's just a K car. I mean, it was only 6,000 bucks new. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, dang. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's paid for, you know? Uh -huh. And it's like, you know, like people in America spend a lot of money on gas. Yeah. Dude, dude. I think we filled up the tank in August when we moved into this house and it's still got half a tank left. I mean, Damn. you know, yeah. we spent, 30 40 bucks on gas a year you know that's it yeah yeah it really drive <laughs> you know so it's like yeah you, you know i mean the when i was living in the states like my bills uh, my bills were like 1500 a month you know mm -hmm. that gas rent car insurance like phone bill all that stuff it adds up yeah it's it's nuts and and like the I, I bet in the beginning the the routine was probably kind of a trip right like when, when you had your job and you didn't have your job and you have all this free time like you wake Dude. up and you're like uh, i mean you got responsibilities but still it's kind of like to get adjusted to that but now it's i bet you like you go to sleep you wake up you got things you got to handle but when you got your 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 work time what would you say is like kind of your your do you have like a set time when you say um, this is the the time that I'm going to devote every day, you know, to your company. 
it depends on what's going on. It's kind of like a cycle. Like, like the first cycle is, is um, like printing the stuff, you know? So like, if I need, you know, if like, well, actually, I guess the first cycle would be like the design. So, you know, I'm, I'm working with a designer and we finalize something, you know, that takes a week or two. And then the next, the next thing I do is start printing it, you know? So then I print off like a batch or two. If it's wheels, maybe like three batches. And it's basically like wake up, you know, um, I sit on the balcony with my cat and have a couple cups of coffee and check my phone. And then I'll go over to the printer. I'll clean that stuff off, you know, start the next batch, um, you know, let it dry or whatever. Uh, check my, you know, check emails, mm -hmm. um, you know, glue the parts from the previous day to the Chrome rack. It's, you know, it's, it's like a job, you know, it, yeah. like those, it is dude, like those, those chain steering wheels you were talking about earlier. Um, those are an absolute nightmare, dude. Like each one of those links has a small support attached to it. And I have to cut each one of those supports off one by one. <laughs> and, <laughs> Like run, if, if I run a batch of those, um, it's two eight hour days of yeah, take of cutting those supports off and getting them ready for Chrome. Wait, when you, you know? cut them off, are you using a file or are you just uh, with, with nippers or how are you cutting? Them I off? use, I just use like high end nippers that get really close. Yeah. And that's the best I can do. But I mean, yeah, it's two eight hour days. It's, it reminds me of like going to go to a job that you hate, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh. I'm going to spend yeah. eight hours here, you know, uh -huh. but it's like, at least that day of work <laughs> is at home and yeah. it's only two days. Like once that's, once those things are done with, I get to move on to the easier stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I feel like with everything, there's always going to be a section that we don't like a section where yeah. we're like, oh man. But once you get through that, all right, we're good. We're good now. Yeah. yeah. And then like the next, the next cycle is like when the Chrome, so once I send the Chrome out, um, I focus on if I have anything that doesn't need Chrome, I'll print that stuff. And then, and then tires, I print the tires and white walls too. Mm -hmm. And while that's happening, I'll be printing like labels for the new stuff. And then once the Chrome comes back, it's like five or six days of, you know, pulling the stuff off the, the racks, taking them off, off, off the supports. And packaging, I guess. And then yeah. pictures. Pictures is another thing I don't like to do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the ones yeah. you take, though, they're nice. I mean, uh, you know, and that's the thing that's crazy. Even like, you know, a lot of the photos that I use, they're all stock photos, right? From yeah. the companies. It's already here you go, yeah. you know, get them. Yeah. But I sometimes feel that even by using stock photos, um, for, for a customer, they might look at it as like, maybe he doesn't have the item. Like, why is he posting <laughs> a stock photo, right? And yeah. so uh, right now I'm at the point where I feel like I need to get like one of those little boxes or, or just because back then I used to have just a piece of paper, a, a construction board, you know, paper folded, and then I'd have yeah. like a big spotlight and then I'd just take a photo and I'd be like, cool, for the cars. And I started thinking, oh, maybe I can do that for, for these parts, but it's just it's just too much for me to do that. So yeah, I'm thinking about just maybe going on 
online ordering one of those little light boxes that's just foldable that yeah, I could just do it on my kitchen table, put the part in there, photos, and we're done. Make make sure you get an expensive one, man, because that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And it was a piece of junk. I ended up just <laughs> I ended up just ripping the light, the light out, the LED light out uh-huh. of it. Yeah. And throwing it away and then making oh. the one I have now out of like paper on a shelf. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, because I haven't even bought one, but I do see some that are cheap and I'm like, nah, I don't know. Don't get the don't get the cheap one, man. <laughs> right on. See if you can see if you can make sure the light has like a, a soft cover over it. Okay, over it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like I don't know. If you look at my photos, you can always see like the LED dots in the reflection of everything. Oh yes, yes, like on the chrome on the pieces, yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I gotta, I gotta look now. No, I mean, I, I didn't notice it, but I'm gonna have to zoom in and like see right there. Yeah, I gotta upgrade that one of these days. Yeah, I want to get a box. I remember seeing Willie use one, um, and when he was taking the the photos for like dedicated magazine and whatnot, but. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, need to, I need to follow up with them to see what he because I remember asking him a long time ago, like, what do you recommend? And, you know, he, he had told me about the one he has, but he said, man, there's like so many of them like out yeah, there there's, now. There's you a know? time, dude. Yeah. And like, you know, that's that's one of the, the things I have. It's like I, I want to take my own photos too to upload, because then if I'm using my own photos, that right there is going to show like I do actually have because in the beginning, I remember getting emails from people being like, hey, if I'm ordering this from you, is it coming from you or is it coming from somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and I'm like, no, no, no. I'll be like, I'll be like, no, nah, I, I, got, I got it. I got the product, you know? And so, I mean, in the beginning, it's cool, you know, taking photos of products like stacked up. Like I love, I love following other uh, like Gundam stores and hobby shops that post like, you know, 50 things stacked up. Like, yeah, I like looking at it just because it looks awesome to me. And I mean, whenever back then I was able to do it, I would do it real quick, take a photo. But it's hard right now because my little one's growing up now. And the minute that I'm getting packages in and, you know, from UPS, she's already at home. And I'm like, man, I can't even bring this stuff out because she's going to want to knock it over or she's going to want to just grab all these boxes. So I'm kind of like, damn, I got like I kind of chilled on it, um, but then again, I, I don't know. Sometimes I get kind of weirded out because I start to feel like I don't want to give people the wrong impression. Like I'm trying to flex, you know, <laughs> like like I'm trying to be like, yo, look, I got a hundred of them. Like, no, I'm not even trying to do that. If anything, I'm just trying to like like sell them, you know, like yeah, you know, people buy them, you know. That that's that's what it is, but. I, I don't know. It's just kind of a trip with that. You got a lot of different product though, man. That's a lot of photos to take. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, I'd probably uh, narrow it down to like just the the smaller stuff, like the detail parts, like start there and yeah. slowly like do the other stuff. But yeah, man, it's, it's scary. Like right now, like for, for the SoCal open, um, what I've been doing every night is, taking the time to print labels like with bar with the barcode so I could scan each item for my app because I'm using Shopify and uh what's happening is that you know I'm printing them I'm printing all these labels but now I have to take the time to grab each each piece and and like slap a sticker on it dude Uh, that, that takes hours like 
like I'll put some music on and I'm like, all right, I'll do this for like a couple hours. Next thing you know, three hours already went by. And I'm like, yo, I got to stop. I got to go to sleep. Like, this is like too much, you know? And I'm sitting down, so I feel glued can, to the chair. Can you use the, like the UPC code that's on the box already? Or you, you know, I, I probably could, but I would have to enter that in the, in the system, like manually. Oh, like, like type the numbers in? Yeah, I would have to type it all in. So pretty uh, much, I mean, it, it's easy to generate the barcode because it does it for you. Um, you just select the items and it generates one for you, like a unique one for it, for each item. But the thing is, what takes time is just putting the sticker, the label on it all the yeah, time. Dude. And it's like, damn. So I've been like already pretty much setting aside what I'm going to be taking to the show. And that stuff that I'm taking, I'm only barcoding that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I, I can't do the rest, man. It's going to drive me nuts. I'm just like... I just got to do this. So now what I'm going to try to do is whenever I get new stuff in the mail, I'll just try to label that, that like within that week, label all that stuff. Yeah. Get it out of the, out of the way. And the only reason I'm doing the labeling is for the shows because um, I have friends who, who, um, who use the same software. And when they vend, they tend to close their store online. They'll close it. And right. they'll vend. And then when they come home, they have to do inventory and then they reopen it. Which, which is exactly what I said earlier that I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and I mean, and it's tough because, you know, you end up sometimes selling something that you have on the site and then later somebody orders it on the site and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. I'm kind of exactly. like stuck. And I've had that happen to me. Um, you know, the last show I did, that happened to me. I, I sold like a, a Zoom on product, a muffler. And later I got an order on the site. I'm like, damn, I, I, you know, I never scanned it. I forgot to, to scan it. And I was, I had, I had to just refund the dude because I couldn't get those quick. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, like besides bringing product in, what else are you going to be bringing in with you? Um, well. Some models, right? Yeah, bringing six builds. Nice, uh, nice. I, I don't know if I'm going to like actually enter them in contests. The, a few of them are definitely I'm bringing for my table mm. um, just to show off the parts, like the 50 Chevy and the 39 Chevy, because they're both loaded with my parts. So I want those there so people can see how they look when they're used, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's a good idea right there to have, um, those on display on your table so people get to see I might yeah. I might bring a build as well just to kind of display um, there they're at the show uh, nothing crazy but if anything just to the I use splash paint and the splash clear on that on that car so I probably oh, yeah. just bring it just just for that so this way because um, I always get questions about that like you know about the clear and I can you know just show oh, it there yeah. but is it is it a trip for you? Like, you know, now you know you're you're creating all these parts. Like how you said, you could you could like create all these parts for like ever now because you have the files and everything. But is it a trip when you look at your cars now, how they're fully loaded with all these accessories, photo oh, edge? It looks like I mean, a realistic car miniature. It's that's the only reason I even started doing this because it's like that's how I wanted my builds to look, but it's, you can never find those parts. Nobody makes 
you know, bumper guards for these cars. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody like does passing passing lamps. You know what I mean? And like, I don't blame them, honestly. Like, there's not a whole huge market for it. I mean, there's a market for it, but those things aren't flying out the window, man. Like the stuff that sells is the wheels. That's what keeps us going. Yeah. But all the other stuff is just a bonus for like the people that do want it, you know? And for me, it's for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, the, you know, I did some 39 Chevy parts originally because I was planning on building a 39 Chevy at some point. But then when I started building one, I was like, wait, I need some other stuff here. You know, I'm going to need some blink fender blinkers and I'm going to need a passing light and I'm, I'm going to need the A bar for the for the, um, you know, bumper guard set now. So now it's like if you're building a 39 Chevy, I have everything for it, <laughs> you know. But yeah, um, it is cool to see. And but like I'm looking forward to seeing other people use them, too, you know. Like I see my thermidors every now and then and like bumper guards, but I want to see more stuff, you know, like I want to see somebody doing a 39 Chevy with all that, st- all my parts on it, you know? Yeah. Damn dude. That's, that's so dope. Like when you look back at when you started and you started doing your, your cars or other cars, did you ever think that back then like thinking in the future, like that I'm going to be owning a company creating these parts. No, but it's, um, no, I mean, when, like, you mean like three years ago or 20 years ago, 20 years ago, like back, back then when you were, when you were doing the lawyer stuff out here in California. No, but but, uh, back then, like there was, there were some guys around doing like, you know, casting bumpers with bumper guards on them, you know, so they, they were around a little bit. Um, but no, that's a trip. Dude. Now yeah. you're doing, when, when you're going to be out here in California, um, are you going to be staying in Southern California or Northern California? Southern California. Oh, nice. So how far are you, are you going to be like from LA? Uh, well, my mom's place is out in a town called Menifee. Okay. Yeah, it's like um, near Temecula, I think. Right on. I think it's Riverside. I think it's Riverside County. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like BFE, man. It's out there, but yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. from it's. I think it's like seventy miles from LA. Hmm. So yeah, because yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like if you're pretty much headed to like uh, uh, like San Diego. Well, I mean, yeah, if you went east for fifty miles first. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're gonna be pretty close to uh, to Dutch. He's on Instagram. He's dog three models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, he's he's also a three D three D printer model. But he's gonna be there, dude. At SoCal Open, so. I'll, I'll give him a heads up. It'd be dope. I, I'd like for you guys to meet up, like to meet in person at the show, you know? Yeah. Um, Doug, yeah. Doug I've, I've messaged the show with him. Too, he's, he's a cool dude. I messaged with him a few times. I wanted one of those, uh, the short bed, um, short beds for the 72 Chevy truck. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was casting those for a while. Oh, uh, nice, I never, nice. yeah. Yeah. I never got one though. 
I was, well, that was, that was, uh, like right when COVID started yeah. and like I shut down my, my businesses here and I thought, well, I guess I'll go to America and do a, do a trip. But then like, there was no airplanes. Uh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was going to pick it up from them like in person, but mm. I never made it there. Yeah. Well, hopefully this time, I mean, like you said, you know, the, as far as the time you felt like, man, I, I might be out there. It feels like a long time, but, but I feel, I feel like it, it, it'll be a good enough time for you to be out here. You know, you get to spend time with the family, you get to yeah. travel because that that's another thing you're, you're going to be traveling to the shows and whatnot. And you're also going to need some days to kind of rest up and chill, you know? Yeah. And, and then chill with the fam. And then eventually at some point, You'll have some downtime where you, you'll be like, you know what, you know, I'll go over here or, or go meet up, you know. So that that'll be that'll be pretty dope. Um, yeah, I'll yeah. see what's up. I, I I gotta look up how far you're gonna be because I was gonna say it'd be kind of cool if we if we would meet up as well. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. You know, that'd be outside outside of the show. You know, like I'm just saying, like hang out, go get something to eat or whatever. You yeah, know? dude. Be, Armando mentioned something about. Uh, me coming by the garage at one point so maybe we yeah can... in burbank right on dude you should man yeah. definitely i mean you yeah should, dude you, you should uh take him on that invite for sure yeah oh yeah totally yeah because i mean you you're definitely you want to you want to go home you know with with memories and stuff like that experiences and just various like things dude because like yep. i said man you're gonna go home and uh, later we're gonna see all these new products and more things coming out more exciting things. yeah that's that's what i'm most excited about and it's like the list you know i got as far down the list as i could like before i got to the point where i had to send this chrome out to have it ready for this trip you know but like i want to finish the list i want to keep going and creating these these other products but i can't dude i just have to stop go to california and resume resume when i get back yeah and and um when when you're doing like you know the 3d printing or, or you're waiting on parts to be printed is that the time when you decide to like step away and like work on your model car builds pretty much yeah mm -hmm. yeah dude um yeah that's exactly what i do i mean that and like i kind of take care of the house like clean and stuff because my wife works basically nine to five job now. And, uh, so yeah, I do like I do housework. <laughs> hey, um, you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, laundry, whatever dishes and yeah, dude, models and whatever needs to be done with the printing stuff, you know, and there's like, you know, I don't, I don't design the stuff myself. I gotta, I gotta hire a, a, a designer and like it's, it makes it a little, um, the reason I do that, by the way, is because I don't have a computer that's good enough to run that pro any of the programs. Mm -hmm. And like, I, so I just never bothered to learn and like to buy a computer with those kind of specs here is going to cost me like three, $4,000. And like, I don't want to, that's not worth it. I don't think, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like working with those, like having to like, explain what's inside my head to somebody you know like if i was just walking up to the computer and designing the stuff myself 
I wouldn't have to think about it. I would just like move that one part over a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. but I have to explain it to somebody else who's not, not really like a car enthusiast in the first place, you know, like, you know, he doesn't like care about cars, but he, he, you know, he's figuring it out. Like I've been working with a guy this whole almost two years, but, um, it can be tough. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is dude. It's like extra work to like, you know, get him to understand what I'm trying to do. And it's, it's weird. Like when you print stuff in scale, it's like, you know, you can have an exact 3d replica of a wheel, but once you print and chrome it in 125th scale, like it might look totally off, you know, it could be an exact replica, but it doesn't look real, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes you just have to like tweak something to make it, you know, like work and scale it's it's weird dude i don't know why but yeah it happens those are like the the, the trials right and you're like oh, it is man. dude gotta go it back. is man yeah yeah dude yeah it's a trip but i mean I, I'm, I'm glad i'm happy that you're you're doing all this stuff you know i i think a lot of people that support you they know they know like what's up you know especially when they hear this you know um Cause yeah, it, it's hard, man. It's it's not easy, you know. It's not like any arrows. Like everybody would be doing it if it was easy, but it's not. It's not an easy it's not, thing. Dude. It. I mean, it's like if I had to, like, like say I say I decided to sell this business. If I do it, if I had to explain to somebody how to do all this stuff, it would take forever, you know. Like, here's how to use a three D printer. Here's how to clean them up and prep them for Chrome. Here's how to, you know, package it. Here's the website. Like it's. It's almost, it's, it's, it's almost like I spent two, like a year, uh, like on the job training, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. Dang. That's, that's crazy. All all of it's new. And like the, the, the printing, man, there's a, there's a learning curve there, dude. It's not easy. Like they don't even, the printer, it doesn't even come with a manual. Like you just Mm -hmm. have to figure it out yourself, you know? Damn. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a printer right now, but I, I want to buy one in the future. You know, I just, I don't have the space or the or the time to, to set that up and get it going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, even in my mind, like not scared, but I'm a, I'm a bit intimidated by it right now. Like, cause I, I'm not aware of, of what the hell to even do, you know? Yeah, man. And it, it's, it's pretty gross too. Like it's not, I don't know, man. It. I mean, it, I've, like, I've had some friends tell me that there's like a like a smell or like a scent that leaves behind. Uh, one yeah. friend was like, "Yo, I gotta take a break because that shit's hurting my lungs." I don't know. Some yeah, some of those resins are kind of harsh, dude. And uh, supposedly they're they're uh, toxic. You can like um, develop an allergy from it, and yeah. it, it's like you don't want to eat it or anything, like. You know, if you have like you have a kid, you know, and I have a cat, it's like you got to be really careful. You don't actually accidentally like drip some on your clothes, mm-hmm. you know, and not see it. And then it gets like wiped on the kid or the or the cat, you know, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you really got to be careful of that, too. And there's it's like, uh, yeah, dude, it's gross. And it's like if you if you have a failed print and like you have to clean the bed, like you're you have to deal with this this vat of like gooey, toxic you know stuff dude and mm-hmm. it's like do you wear do you wear a, a mask when you're using the 3d printing stuff or, or just kind of um, open the windows and stuff 
I don't even, I don't even do that. It's the, the printers in a room. That's basically like, um, I it just, I mean, the only thing that happens in there is the printer and mm. there's a toilet room in there too. So sometimes we walk through to use the bathroom, mm -hmm. but it's other than that, like nobody ever goes in there. Yeah. So, yeah. No, nah, I don't, I just, it's in the, the, the smell doesn't bother me, but some people are super sensitive to it. Yeah. Everybody, um, everybody's definitely going to be like different to it. Cause I still remember like the first time going to a coast airbrush Yeah, and walking in, in the paint store, my friend took me in there. And I'm in there, and um, within, like, 10 minutes, my head started fucking hurting bad. Like, I felt like my <laughs> head was going to pop. Like, like it, the, the pain just started in intensifying, right? And it was all the, all these fumes that I was yeah. uh, smelling for the first time, especially, especially, like, urethane paint. I had never been around it. And um, I had to step outside for a while to get just to get some fresh air. And yeah, dude. And then when I came back in the second time, I mean, I, I was tolerating a little bit more better, but still I couldn't hang. And then yeah, after that, you know, the more I would go to that store, the more I was like more immune to it, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is chill. But then <laughs> I remember one time I bought a, 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 a house of color, like the enamel. Well, it's like a paint for, for pinstriping. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and I remember, dude, I yeah, I remember I took it to the to the flower shop and we were we were getting ready to close the store and I figured, oh perfect, you know, I'm I wanna be here by myself in the back. I'm gonna like practice pinstriping, you know, I'm not <laughs> and all this and that, right? And my my dad is still at the shop and he walks to the very front of the store and he's locking up the door. And I'm in the back and then, and I'm like looking at the clock, like, all right, it's time to close. I pop open the can. I start, I get a, the brush, I start palleting it. And dude, like to me, the smell of it, I mean, it, I'm like, whatever to it. Yeah. Like almost to the point where I'm like, I kind of like the smell, you know? Yeah. But I remember my dad, like he, he smelt it. Like if it, it just, like it went all the way to the front. And yeah. he smelt it and he's all like, hey, I don't think you should be painting in here. Or what are you doing? He's all There's like, a flower shop, man. Put that shit away. Yeah, he's like, too. He's like, my head's already hurting. You know? And and he's like, you know, I know we're closing, but what if the smell stays here? And what if yeah. you know customers are gonna come in? It's just gonna smell like crazy, right? So I was like, oh shoot. So I ended up putting it away and I, I didn't. I didn't do it, but yeah, yeah, man. My my dad no, man. he couldn't handle it. When when I was in high school, I was like fourteen. I got my first job in a, at a florist, a flower shop, and it was like just like a um, like a kiosk or whatever in a parking lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a little shack kind of thing in the corner of a parking lot. Yeah, and it was like the only employees were the owner um his old friend from back in the day they used to be like raging alcoholics together <laughs> and then me some 14 year old kid so like i so his his buddy was still an alcoholic and he he chain smoked cigarettes so he'd be sitting that he don't he'd, he'd close the flower shop 
but he'd be sitting in there like in this little kiosk, like chain smoking cigarettes with all these flowers in there, you know? And it's like, like I come in to open the next day and like the whole place, even the flowers like stink like cigarettes. It's like, dude, like it's a flower shop, man. Like, you know, like smoke outside or something like wild. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I used to get mad whenever um, like we would be, we would open our door and then somebody would just get out of their car and just start smoking like, 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 like dude, five feet away from our door, just right there. <laughs> And all, all this smoke is just traveling in the store. And I would always have to come out and tell them, like, you know, I'd have to tell them, like, hey, man, like, can you take it over there? Like, all your smoke's coming in the store, you know? And, and it's a flower shop. Like, no one, like, we're getting, like, no one's going to come in here and buy any flowers. Or, like, yeah. like smoke. <laughs> exactly. Is it, is that a law in California? I know, like, when I lived in Seattle, you had to be, like 25 feet away from a door to smoke yeah it, it it is but a lot of people don't really do it like i well it's like i don't i don't even get that because it's it's like when you're in like when you're in seattle you're in a city like mm -hmm. you can't be 25 feet away from a door there's doors everywhere yeah. like you know yeah because I, I always i would always see in that shopping center like a lot of the employees that work at like a grocery store they would just literally be like, like where the shopping carts are at, like just yeah. sitting down, like on a little sidewalk smoking, <laughs> like still wearing their apron and all that. And, and, it, and they're really close to the door and no one's telling them anything either, you know? So yeah, I mean, there, there's a law for sure, but it's not, I don't know. I, I think people just look the other way or are like whatever about it. Yeah. But <laughs> But yeah, it sucks, man. Once it's going in, when it was going in, I'm like, what the hell? It's not that really bad. It's funny. Yeah, man. That's like the last last place you want cigarette smoke like happening. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy too because sometimes like I'll, when I order uh, packages of just, you know, if I'm ordering like a vinyl record, a CD or whatever, um, like I'll get the box and Sometimes they'll wrap it in bubble wrap or or put the little popcorns in there. And and I'm like, oh dope, I could use this, you know? Let, no, me, let me recycle it. <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't want to throw it away. I could still use this in a package. But I remember not too long ago getting a one in and I opened it up and and dude, like the bubble wrap fucking smelled like cigarette. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, like this fool must smoke in his pad or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I, i'm well, like, like i can't use this i threw it away i had to throw that stuff away it's it, like it's so different in america like the cigarette situation in america than here because like in america like every city is outlawed it you can't smoke anywhere i don't even i doubt i don't even think there's even like a, a restaurant or bar left in america that you could still smoke in is there you think nah, nah, nah. Or something? nah. No, I mean, like here it's you know I mean, you've been here before. I don't know if you noticed, but there's like cigarettes are happening everywhere, you know? Yeah. It's um, like bars, restaurants, you know, out like out in front of the convenience stores. You remember seeing all the guys hanging out mm -hmm. in front smoking? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah.
Um, right there, like where, where you where you live, is there is there like a lot of hobby stores that you kind of just walk over to and like just check stuff out from time to time? Yeah, dude. Well, I live um, like, I don't know, one kilometer away from uh, Nipponbashi. So uh, you, you've been to Tokyo. You've been to Akihabara, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like the Osaka version of, of Akihabara. That's called Nipponbashi. And it's got, um, yeah, it's got a bunch of, it's got like a six-story volts hobbies. It's got Joshin is where I usually go. Um, that's five story high. There's a bunch of yellow. There's like two or three of those yellow submarine places. Yeah, damn. Um, I, yeah. I, 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 when I was out there in Akihabara, there was. Yeah. I remember around in that area, uh, there was one of those the, the yellow uh, was a submarine that you just said. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Akihabara and Nipobashi is where all the hobby shops like R in um, you know Tokyo and Osaka. It's yeah. like where the main cafes are and stuff. Yeah, dude, it's it's cool because it's like they got everything I need, man. You know, like mm-hmm. all the tools, all yeah. the paint. The the paint's the best part because it's like that guy note stuff. I love that paint. Man, and you know, I, I, I tried connecting with the guy notes and damn dude, I cannot get that. It it just seems like such a challenge. Like, you know, Volks has a Volks USA website. Mm-hmm. That might be why they might have like an exclusive deal with them or something. Maybe I've, I've hit them up direct so many times and I never gotten a response once. Dude, like, since, since the beginning, since when I started. Like, really? Yeah, ever. But yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not giving up. But in the future, you know, if something ever transpires, I mean, I definitely carry their stuff. Yeah, man. That's the but, good stuff, dude. I love yeah. it. It's it's lacquer. It's like the real lacquer, too. It's not like mm. acrylic lacquer. It's the good stuff. Yeah. And it's, I love it, man. It's so forgiving and it dries quick. Mm-hmm. And, dude, the colors are awesome. I think I think they're up there with House of Color. You yeah. Know, vibrancy and, and pigment, everything, man. The only thing that, that I hate is that they're purple. They're purple. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. The clear yeah. purple. Uh-huh. Yeah. That stuff's no good, but... Oh, man. All their other colors, man, I've I've loved. Yeah, yeah, because Guy Notes is definitely like a product that that I've I've seen other hobby stores like carry them, but it just kind of it just kind of tripped me out that you know I, I'd be hitting them up and not just not being able to get through to them. Like you know they they have like forms and things to fill out on their website for them to hit you back, but <laughs> I never got a hit back at all. Yeah. But I'm not going to give up, you know? Yeah. They might have been having, like, supply chain issue problems, too, because, like, I went to go get paint for that 39 Chevy. It was supposed to be orange and cream, mm-hmm. but they were out of orange and cream. The The guy notes shelf was, like, 90% empty. So that's why it's, that's why that, that Chevy is pink. I, I had to just use what I had on hand. But, yeah, might be something like that, too. Yeah. How, how, how many years have you been living out in Japan now for? Seven. Wow. That's cool, man. I mean, you're, you're in a good position, bro. Like I, I definitely want to go back. You know, I keep telling my fiance that I want to go like next year and we should bring the, I want to bring my baby with me too out there. Um, yeah. 
you know, there, there's a lot of different, I, I, I want to, you know, they've never traveled out there, obviously, but I want to come back. I want to see places. I want to see, you know, the model car shops and just all, oh, yeah. all, all the various things that are out there, the food, you know, it, it's very fascinating, like seeing all that. It, it was funny, like on Twitter, I found um, there was like this account I came across that whoever runs that account, it, it's almost like they travel around uh, Japan taking photos of like the hobby shops <laughs> and they're post and they're posting them almost like listing them, you know, and I'm, I was like, what the heck? Like, this is pretty crazy. And I was, yeah. and I was talking to Casey with Slowly Models about it. I was like, yo, trip on this account. And he was checking it out. And then um, I remember later I found this one link and there was a, there was a gas station and inside of the gas station, they had a hobby store in it. <laughs> so was it a gas station or a convenience store? It, it, I believe it was a gas station because it, 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 I could see pumps right there. Really? And I tried to find the link because there was a video behind it. And I think they were interviewing people like for it. And I remember I saw the video and I sent it um, to Casey. And I also sent it to Cam, to Kiwi um, Hobbies, to, yeah. uh, to check it out. <laughs> they, were, they were tripping out and we were just joking about it. saying like, man, you know how how cool it is or just to be like to get out of the house to get gas and then next you know you're in there just buying supplies and maybe a model kit you know what like the gas stations here like don't sell anything so i think that's weird but you know what i bet i i bet it was a um like a rest area probably yeah yeah because like you got to pay to drive on the the highways here mm -hmm. right so it's kind of like the toll roads, like in, in like Chicago or like in Illinois and, and New Jersey and stuff where like, you know, if you get off the freeway, you have to like pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so they keep you on the freeways with those rest stops have restaurants, gas pumps, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing here. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was. They yeah, have all kinds. They, they're cool, dude. They got all they got all kinds of stuff in there, like different restaurants, and like I could totally see them selling model kits in one of those places for sure, dude. They sell gifts. They're uh, they're super clean, dude. Like the the like the toilets. They have like this area for the truckers, you know, where it's like showers and toilets, and like as an American, like you think of the rest areas in America, like which are you know horrible, dude. Yeah. like i you know what i mean yeah they're terrible like, you don't even all you don't even all you don't even want to walk in there you know mm. um but these ones are super clean dude it's like the they have the the wash lit toilets and like everything's sparkling clean they're mm -hmm. super nice man yeah Damn. it's really expensive to drive on those things it's like from from osaka to my wife's parents house it's i think it's like a four hour drive and dude it's 120 bucks man and that's like one way or, or both ways yeah that's each way oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man it's crazy and that's actually a discounted price too because it's it's a k-van uh -huh. you know so you get a little bit of a discount yeah man that's crazy i didn't know i didn't know it was like that you know yeah that, dude that you have i've accidentally 
like I've been driving alone and accidentally got on them before. And it's a 10, it's a $10 mistake, man. I got to pay, like, you know, I have to pay to get off of the next exit and the minimum is 10 bucks. It's like, damn, Damn. dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Took a wrong turn. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. And, um, is um th- th- there was one of your your uh, bills that you had posted there was a yellow one that you were saying you weren't feeling it what, what what was it that you weren't feeling about that bill the front end it was too four it just looked like too much of a ford I, yeah i like the back end i like the, the fenders but the front end dude the hood is shaped weird the 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 grill is just i don't know man I, it's a it's a it's a ford I, that's why dude because it's a ford yeah, yeah, it's almost it's almost like when when you uh, set that car up in your display, you're gonna just so you can see it from the rear, right, or from the side corner. It's it's yeah, the my builds are in um, like little display cases that I put on a shelf, so like you either see the front or the back end, and yeah, dude, that one's definitely got the back end sticking out. Yeah, I, man, I, thought like, I don't want to see the front. I thought it was going to be so cool when I started that build, you know, like oh, I'm going to build a Ford. It's going to be a lowrider Ford. And then I finished it and was like, dude, this is why nobody low rides Fords, man. Like they're not, it just doesn't look right. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's cool. Yeah. And um, be, before we wrap up this episode, um, I want to know what are your, I mean, you, you've kind of already mentioned about May was going to be going down, but is there any, any other uh, like plans, aspirations, things that you want to make happen this year in 2022? Uh, I just want to get the trip done with and get back and start working on new stuff, honestly. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, like I just, I already feel like I'm being held back because it's like, I'm not starting anything new, like now, you know, and I'm going to have seven more weeks of not doing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, you're, you're right. So yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to coming home and, and, and like starting more new products and getting them sent to America and seeing how that all goes, see how that all pans out. Yeah. When, when, um, when is the date that you're going to be arriving to California? I'm so exactly one week I'll be at the Tokyo airport waiting for my connecting flight. So, uh, basically one week and 12 hours from now. So I think that's the 20, the, the 27th of April. Nice, nice. Dang. So once you get here, get settled in, and then you got some days till the show, till your first show out here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be, my sister's picking me up from LAX and I'm going to stay at her place in Orange County for, for, uh, till SoCal open. That way I'm closer to Chatsworth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, so yeah, in those days, I'm just going to like, Cause it's a lot, you know, that's, that's 24 hours of traveling. So I'm basically just going to like get tacos and eat them, take a shower and sleep. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> you know, the next day, get like, <clears throat> go get a SIM card for my phone. Um, you know, do whatever else I need to do, I guess. 
relax. Yeah, know. that's dope, man. I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing you. I know um you know we'll be you're gonna be vending, I'll be vending. Yeah, and, you know, I, sometimes I, I know sometimes it gets tough to leave the booth because you got all your stuff there. I'm hoping that yep. one of my friends um, comes over to help me to vend. So this way, um, you know, when I want to take a break or something, I could come through and say, what's up? You know, I know we'll see each other in the early morning, but like during the show, I think it'd be kind of cool to just come check you out. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I was going to, uh, I was planning on taking like one hour off, just kind of hiding everything under the table and locking it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just, you know, do my rounds, check it out. The, 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 the builds on the tables and um, mm -hmm. the vendors too, because there's a couple of kits I want to get a hold of. Yeah. And I don't want to do it at, like, I don't want to try to find them at NNL West mm -hmm. because if I don't find it, like, I leave, um, you know, four days after NNL West. Yeah. So if I don't get them at NNL West, I'm not going to get them at all, you know? Damn, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it, it's a good idea. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I think, uh, you know, take advantage of what, you need to do because obviously they're going to see cars that are set up, you know, cause I, I feel like I've missed things the last couple of shows I've done where, yeah. where I, I wasn't even able to get any content. I wasn't able to really, I took some photos, but I wasn't really able to take the time to record video, get really get in, in there. And which were things that I was doing uh, prior to vending. I had all this yeah. free time. Uh, so now it's, it's just, you know, I miss it and I just, Find, I need to find that balance to get back in there. But for you, you know, make the, the most of it coming out here within your trip. Have you, um, have you, you've been to the SoCal Open at that location before, right? Yes. Yeah. I've been there. I, I want to say even with not vending, I'd probably say I've been there maybe like five times, five different times. Okay. So with NNL West, you, like I know that layout. And like my biggest fear is getting stuck at like one of those tables all the way in that that back corner. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, uh -huh. you know what I mean? Like when you walk <laughs> in the entrance, if you go all the way to the 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 wall and then take a yeah. left, mm -hmm. like, dude, if I get stuck down there, man, that's gonna that's gonna be uh, harsh. Yeah. No, I mean um, I, the the thing the thing with the the layout here, um, it's pretty much like just think of a like a, a like a gymnasium, like where they play basketball. Okay. So, so well, the, I mean, the, the courts are like, you know, they're, they're obviously lifted or whatever, or they're just, I don't even think I even, I even look at the rim or anything like that. Like they're put away, but um, they, they have, there's multiple entrances and exits. So they, they have, I would say maybe like three entrances and, and exits. So okay. the, it's set up, I would say like an L shape. So the, the meaning the vendors the vendors are set up like an l shape and then the opposite end is like a stage where they have the awards speakers oh, okay. a microphone set up and then the the other side that would complete let's say like the box it's pretty much where the table the table is where they have uh, um you know like the, the the photographers that are taking photos for the for the magazines like model cars oh, yeah, yeah. magazine most likely they'll be there they were there the last time and then art has his art lasky has his um section where he's also vending with his stuff but then he also has the check-in area where people when they walk in they check oh, yeah, in yeah. With him so they get all their paperwork 
And then in the center area is where there's just rows of uh, long like tables. So they might be like, I, I don't know if it's five or six rows. Okay. But we're all enclosed all in there. So we'll be able to see each other. It's not like, I mean, in and out is just huge, you know? Yeah, dude. It's, it's super huge. So, I mean, this one, it's probably maybe half or a little bit less than half. Of, of like that big room that's at, you know, and NNL West, but I, I, people do the rounds people when they, whatever angle they come in, they make their way. And, and cool. I know for sure, like you being there and people knowing, bringing that awareness that you're going to be there. And if you have your banner or whatever set up, um, yeah. I think in the distance, the minute people walk in, they're just going to shoot right, right over to you. You know, if, if they're looking for wheels and the lighter parts, definitely hit that first you know i would recommend like don't sleep on it yeah <clears throat> cool man because i just remember like being at nl at nls that last time and i remember the guys like out in that corner and like i kind of felt bad for him because there was never anybody over at their tables you know mm-hmm. and so i'm just thinking like god i hope i don't end up there i know no yeah it, it's like it i can't like they said they'd hold a table for me but Mm-hmm. They don't take credit cards. Do you have to send a check or money order to actually reserve a table? And like, I don't, I can't get either of those themes here. I don't have a, like checks don't exist here. Yeah, and, I mean, I I've like, never I've never done the N and L. You know, I w- I was gonna you know I remember at the beginning of this year before they announced that they canceled it. Uh, I remember like, well, late last year, getting you know just friends hitting me up. Are you gonna do it? um uh, the guys from splash paints were hitting me up are you going to be out there and i was like you know i don't think i am you know i i want to but i don't think so you know because it's like it it's like it's hard for me because it it happens before a busy holiday of valentine's oh because it's the end of the end of january and um and i can't really be taking too many days off just because there's like preparations and, and just planning, just things that go on, you know? Yeah. And even the times that I've gone to NNL, like I, I'm there, but I'm, I'm thinking about work too. And I'm, I feel bad. I'm like, fuck, like I should be back at home or I should be <laughs> over there working. I don't know. It's weird. Like I've always had this guilt whenever I get, I get to do things like back in back then, you know? Yeah. And now it's well, it's, it's a little different now. That that's kind of gone away because now the priorities change change to the baby and my fiance. Yeah. But um, you know, I I don't know. I I just I I never really looked into it. You know, as to submitting. So I don't know what the process is right now. Um, I would I would assume, I would assume though that that you know them knowing that you're you're coming you're going to be coming out from Japan and all this. They should definitely make an exception to like whatever, you know, reserve reserve a table for you, even if you have to pay up right there, whatever. But I might I might email them when I get there and I guess I guess I could email or I guess I could uh, send them a uh, money order. Yeah, if anything, at least it'll at least that'll be like six weeks in advance, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe just kind of try to get a decent table there. Basically, all you need is like a check or money order and a reseller permit. You need oh, okay, those. okay. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. All right. Yeah, because I mean, mo- most places don't ask for it. 
like uh right. like you know i i wonder i wonder if like them obtaining that they even do anything with it or they just you just kind of have it just to have it they no they said they're gonna ask you for it when you show up Mm-hmm. they're going they're going to ask you for it when you show up so you have uh-huh. to have it they won't, they yeah won't yeah it. i mean yeah i think i mean for a lot of things things have been changing I, i've been noticing on my end like um i, I sometimes like I'll, I'll see articles or you know because now like there's a lot of uh people who have quit their jobs because of covid or whatever they lost their jobs and and they're starting businesses in in the states and I mean, a, a lot of people, they're not claiming what they're making. So oh, yeah. they're starting to, um, I think, I don't know if it's already gone to effect, but uh, like Venmo, PayPal, all the, any, any kind of uh, like online, uh, you know, payment method that you're receiving, yep. like you're, if you're, if you're receiving like more than 600 bucks, you have to report it now to the IRS. Yeah. And I don't know. There's just, there's just a lot of things that are going to, that are going to happen. And um, I don't know. I mean, there's just, you know, there's always different things you got to like figure out. But I think once you have everything in order, you know, you'll, you'll be, you'll be fine. Like, I don't think there's well, living in Japan. I don't have to pay. Um, I don't, I have to, I don't have to do taxes in America no more. I just mm-hmm. have to fill out a form and prove that I didn't make, like uh, I think it's like one hundred ten thousand dollars the year before. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yes. So I'm good there, but um, and it like as far as the sales tax goes from you know American customers, like the website holds that mm-hmm. automatically. So I don't even have. To yeah, those are the. Good. Yeah, that's the benefit. They collect it and they report it. So, yeah. Yeah, you're cool right there. I think that's the best way to go about it. Um, in that way because i think any other uh type of site you have to collect it and report it yeah i mean you you can do it but then again that opens up another rabbit hole into like you have to get all these like permits and stuff like that yeah yeah dude. Mm-hmm. yeah because even even like for me in the beginning um you know i i had a i mean i i, I have all my permits and everything but in the beginning I, I saw it like as a crazy obstacle, but then the moment I started doing one thing at a time, it I started to see, oh shoot, it's it's working now. It's going it's going kind of fast, faster than I thought it was gonna be. But eventually, um, over time, um, I had to pretty much like I decided I want to turn this into like a like an LLC, like a corporation. Oh yeah. And then that's when it's you know things like all things like that it starts to get more expensive um doing because now you have to hire someone you know to do all this stuff and then i was like you know i want to hire a lawyer to do a trademark for my brand and you know that's all but then again those are always expenses that you write off pretty much and um i don't know it's just it's it's things that i saw coming with with it but i i think i owe it all to like the flower shop things i learned with that business yeah, yeah, that, yeah, and and now I'm I'm applying it to my thing. If anything, right now one of the things I'm looking at is uh, I'm starting to look into uh, like going into a location, you know, oh. whether whether it's like a, a um, like a warehouse or a retail space. That's one of the goals that I have for this year. 
just to just to see you know i don't know what we'll see but at the same time i have to like i'm aware of some of the things about it but i i feel like i still need more a little more education on it you know yeah it's too bad like in like in japan most of these you know you walk down the street most of these shops you see like little restaurants or whatever it is like that's just the first floor of somebody's house you know that's their business and then they live upstairs like on the second and third floor or whatever yeah that's like, true like too too bad too bad america wasn't like that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. <laughs> where like you know you wouldn't have to worry about that you'd already just like have a shop on your first floor anyways you just move into that yeah no yeah because i mean i i like shipping stuff out and packaging and all that but i know that you know, if you have a, like either a retail space or just something where, where people come in, I feel like, you know, that obviously is going to bring in more revenue right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives you a place to like work and store inventory and stuff too. Yeah. 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 So that's another thing too. Like the way I visualize it is like, if I had a space, I know I wouldn't be opening at like nine in the morning and closing at six, I'd probably open at 11 or noon. But I'd be, I'd be there in the morning, but in the morning, I'd be like packaging stuff. If, if I have whatever orders are there, package, getting them ready. And then I'd stop and then I'd open for like maybe like four hours in the day. Yeah. And then close. Like a little retail. Yeah. And then once I'm done and then I go, you know, ship the stuff out or whatever. Um, yeah. That's kind of what I would, that, what I would see myself kind of doing and then just spending time with my family. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see it happening. It's just, you know, it's just being patient, taking the time until that, that time comes, I guess, and be, be ready for it. Because once, once you sign that lease, you know, you're you know, stuck, dude, you're stuck. There's no turning back, <laughs> yep. you know, and yep. if anything, I, I'd probably, sign, if I could sign like a, like a, a two-year lease, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Because I know that within two years, I'd probably if things go good, I'd probably outgrow the space and I'd probably want to look for, for something bigger. And then on that one, I'd probably do like a five-year lease, you know, and I don't know, I have all these ideas for what I would want to do inside, but it's just going to depend until I find like the proper like spot for all that. Yeah, dude. You know, and, and Hey, who knows, man, let's just say that two years from now, I have a retail space or whatever like and you come out again like let's say you fly out from japan and and you're bringing more product i wouldn't mind having a pop-up where we make an oh, event yeah. saying that you're coming out and you're going to be selling your products there you know oh, that'd be, that'd be and we can make an event out of it like that shit would be dope i think that'd be yeah. dope I'll, um, c- I'll come to work with you uh four days out of the week hey <laughs> not, hey why not why not man like i mean i i, yeah. I feel like you know once a space is there i think there's going to be a lot of possibilities of doing a lot of things podcasting pop-ups oh, yeah. maybe even events maybe People, yeah dude you know for sure instead of instead of trying to look around like you know where, where can i have an event you know i could pack, if if i have enough room i could probably be like we have a thousand square feet to do a show or something like yeah a showcase like, if you build it they will come yeah <laughs> like when i when I moved, when I came to California like 10 years ago to live, I did uh, RC drift, like radio control car drifting. Mm-hmm. 
and there was no tracks at all in Southern California. Um, but like there was a, there was a Mazda shop off the 10 somewhere. I can't remember the name of the town, but <clears throat> they decided to like put all the Mazdas up on lifts and make an RC track on the floor in there. Right. <clears throat> and people started coming and they'd have like a drift night, you know, once a week. And then they decided like, well, Hey, since people are coming here, um, why don't we start selling product? You know, so they got with like some like Yokomo and, and a couple other uh, drift drift uh, RC companies. They started selling product. And like 10 years later, to you fast forward to now, there's not even a Mazda shop anymore. Dude, they gave up on the Mazdas and they gutted that warehouse and it's all just an RC, like RC track and their shop. It's crazy, dude. They have, uh, they're, open, they're open five days. Dude, they're open five days a week. I see live footage. They go li- live on Facebook sometimes. Dude, mm. there's like 30, 40 guys there driving, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's cool. And it, it's, it's like, nice. yeah. It's like they went from working on, you know, wrenching on Mazdas to like turning it into, you know, and like an actual RC drift track that 40 people are at on a Wednesday night, you know? <laughs> wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. Like, you know, like you said, if you build it, they'll come. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because I yeah, mean, I, I look at the map sometimes and I go like, man, like here where I'm living at, you know, what are the nearest hobby shops? And the ones that are there, what are they doing? Like, what are they doing to connect with the community, you know? And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't see nothing on my end. Like, I mean, they, they are selling products and, and all that. That's as far as it goes. It's a retail shop. But yeah. I feel like for me, it, it goes a bit more, you know, because yeah. with, it, a, with a with a bigger space, you could do more. You could, you know, you, you're right, dude. You could do events, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? What if what if like, you know, there's there's a model car club that's like, you know, we want to have a meeting or we want to do a build, too, yeah. a build day, a build event. And I'm like, that's too. That set it up, you know, it, you know, there's like buying tables and chairs, you know, isn't expensive. It's just set them right. all up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it'd be, it'd be pretty dope um, to do something like that. I mean, if, if you go to like a comic book shop out here and you see all these dudes set up with tables and they're playing, you know, Warhammer. Oh yeah. 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 Yu-Gi-Oh and um, you know, it's like a hangout. Yeah, it's a it's a hangout exactly, and yeah. I'm going like, man, if these guys are doing it, they right there already established the community. Like, as long as yeah. the customers are coming in and you know they're having fun and whatever, buying the cards, food, like snacks or whatever, they're all, all those little things are keeping those lights on, and yeah. and that stuff's gonna just stay there, and it's just gonna grow, and that community is gonna gonna just keep growing too. And I mean, this you know. I, like I would want to have a designated area for sure for people to come through. Yeah. That'd be sweet, man. Yeah. And especially, you know, we, you know, like, like you, like people that come from out of town have something to look forward to hang out, even do a video, a live video podcast in person. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that would be really dope. And I mean, you know, maybe we'll look, we'll be looking back at this video or this interview, you know, like in the future and be like, Holy shit. Like, even with Iceman, you know, talking with him, he has a day job, and I know he he tells me I wish I had more time for for what he's doing. And Jesus, he has. A, I don't know. I didn't realize that. In my mind, I'm like, 
I, I tell them, or sometimes when I talk to them, like, you know, online, I go, man, like, when is it going to happen? When are you ready? When are you going to quit your job and make this your, your primary job? And, you know, I, I feel like maybe who knows in a year two years or three, like, I think if we keep working hard and we set some goals, we'll definitely, you know, within time get there. And, uh, it'd be kind of crazy, like to be able to do those things, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. But what, I wonder, like, I don't, you're out, you're an Oxnard. That's like on the way. Is that, that's, is that Ventura? Is that, Vin, you're an Oxnard, right? Yeah. Well, I moved, I moved. I'm, I'm right now I'm in the city of Alhambra. So I'm basically like, I'm basically oh. in LA County. So I'm like in oh, I'm yeah, like yeah. 15 minutes okay, okay. from downtown LA. Yeah. Okay, like, dude. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good area. Yeah. So if anything, like, like if if I'd start a, a you know like want to get a space, I'd want something in LA County, like basically oh, yeah. in the heart, like right here, like either either Alhambra, Pasadena, or in the in San Gabriel Valley, you know, yeah, or yeah. LA, like you know, there. I mean, this is all like it's a trip to me, man. How like when you're driving around all these like highways and you get to the next city quick but it's all like part of LA right here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ventura County already has a a hobby shop and um, the Valley, they have hobby shops out there, Um, you know, but they're, and then the only thing in LA that I would say is a hobby shop, but, but it's only just Gundam would be the Neo Happy Land that's in Chinatown. Oh yeah. That's about it. But they don't sell car, car things. Chinatown or little Tokyo yeah yeah little i think it's little tokyo sorry oh yeah little tokyo so they're 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 there and then um what is the um other than that i think there's some some hobby stores headed i mean there's i mean in pegasus pomona but from la to pomona that's like two hours out did didn't they did they they just moved again right so yes they moved i have not been to the new facility but from what i heard I, i believe it's about maybe like down the street, like it's not even that far. Maybe, maybe five minutes or less. Oh, so okay, okay. And um, Marino Valley is that? Or Mont- am I thinking? I think it's Montclair. Oh yeah, Montclair. Montclair okay, yeah. yeah. But like for yeah. me to like head over there, I mean, if there's no traffic, it might be an hour, hour and a half. But with it's gonna be about two yeah. hours. And yeah. um, other than that, there's other hobby stores heading down south but it's it's just mostly like gundam stores from what i've seen like in orange county area um but as far as like a, like someone who sells model car kits i would say it's going to be burpan castle hobbies and ventura hobbies those are going to be your only your only two stores that are going to really be carrying like car kits huh. and um and i mean i i, I definitely would want to um you know have something out here so this way i'm like in a in a center area to a lot of people you know yeah but yeah, then again yeah. um I, I i think i have all these you know just various ideas to want to do something um to attract people to come out you know and and and, and um hang out you know and if they're looking for something they can pick it up you know they could purchase yeah. it there or whatever or or for those that can't make it you know just have the shipping option also so, that's the way to do it though man yeah like, it's 
good idea, dude. You know, have like an event space. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, like, I would. Yeah, definitely like have a re re the retail side, but also event space side. Yeah, of dude. Too available for anything. You can host. You can host a con annual annual contest. You can. Mm -hmm. You know, local clubs could come there. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, do you ever? Uh, Tamia, like, I don't know if it's their headquarters, their offices out in, I don't know, somewhere in Japan. Um, they have like, oh, I, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's where their offices are, are, are uh, like their headquarters, right? Their offices. Mm. Um, the first floor is like modeling, like a modeling place, you know, because most people here live in like tiny little apartments. And they don't they don't have a space to build. They don't have space to put a paint booth or you know have all those things. So you actually rent like a space. You go there with your kit, you rent a space for you know, I don't know, 300, three, like three bucks an hour. Yeah. You've got a paint booth, you've got access to all the tools. They might even give you paint. I'm not even sure. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that. That's one of the one of the ideas I was having. I was talking to uh, with Cam about. With, uh, with Kiwi Hobby, Hobbies because oh, yeah. you know he had lived out in Japan as well and oh, I, was, yeah. I was I was asking him hey while you were living out there um did you ever um like go to any of these like locations where they would let you you could use their booths to paint the yeah. models because I've, I've seen photos on Twitter from locations and people are yeah. showing like let's say like four or five different booths and and they all have the hoses like just all connected going out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like asking him about that, and I was going, "Yo, like no one's doing that here. Like, how dope would it be? It would be <laughs> to set something up because I have. It's like even me, I have my struggles. I don't have like I have my booth in the garage, but it's not even set up, you know. But if yeah, I know there's some people that live in apartments. Some people might live in a house, but they're kind of crowded and. Why not if they can get away from the house for like a few hours, come over, do a session, and then Dude, I make I make I, some lockers and just keep your stuff in there. Yeah, I'd be all over it, man. Like <laughs> I paint indoors, mm -hmm. you know, I got a paint booth and I've got an air conditioner and a heater in that room, but I don't like using it, man, because it it like it creates dust, you know, that yeah. paint dust. Mm -hmm. And it's like you, you know. I used to vacuum out the filter every now and then. Mm -hmm. um, but then like that, the paint dust, it clogs the vacuum. So, uh, you know, then you're, it's like, it's just a never ending cycle of cleaning the paint dust. Like mm -hmm. you clean it out of one place, it's stuck in another. You got to clean it out of there. You know, it goes on and on. And it's also where I have my models displayed. So like the display cases are just covered in paint dust. You know, all this, all the flat surfaces, like there's a table in there. It's covered in paint dust. The windows are covered in paint dust you know I want, yeah. i'd like to go back to painting outside honestly uh -huh. but it, you know it's like i got i think i need to set up the airbrush so i can just like open the like get a chair out of the balcony and just open the slider door and then just be able to reach in grab my airbrush paint you know you know what i mean yeah yeah like i'm, re I'm reverting back like i've i've had enough of the indoor space i don't like it you mm -hmm. know but if there was if there was a place to do it here like if i just had to spend like five or six bucks and it becomes somebody else's best like that's cool you know yeah yeah i think um something like that and let, let's just say for example that you know they the customer is like 
they're using, let's just say if, if they're using splash paint, right? And and I and I also sell it, like they, they'd yeah. be able to purchase it, but I'd also yeah. like give them a discount because they're purchasing it from the store to use it for right there, right? Sure, so, sure, sure. So I, this way they're not feeling like, oh, damn, like, you know, I ran out of paint. Like, I can't continue. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, they, they, they would have that option as well, you know, and, and maybe that could prompt me to also bring in other brands of paint because that someone, in someone might be like, yo, like, I ain't going to paint here unless I have, unless you have Gaia notes or something. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> you know so yeah i don't know it, it, it's cool though like I, I like daydreaming about all, all kinds of stuff like man it would be dope to have this this and this but you know I, I it's just it's just time and you know i'm just trying to make the right decisions and, and the products that i'm selling so this way you know like things grow and i'm in a position where i'm like all right i think i could move forward now with this you know yeah dude and, yeah and take it to that step because i don't want to be an online like store forever working from home you know yeah i i need a, i need a space because at some point like you know even the fam's gonna be like yo what are you doing dude they got like boxes in the <laughs> living room you know yep. got boxes in the kitchen like this stuff's gotta go you know well, and not only that like it's 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 weird to go from like going to work, like getting up in the morning and leaving home and going to work as opposed to just being home all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, it's like when you come home from work at five, like you leave work at 5 PM and you go home, you're home, dude, you, you're going to, you know, eat dinner, you know, <laughs> watch the game, whatever you're going to do at home. Yeah. But if you don't leave work, like the work never ends, you know, it's <clears throat> might be five o'clock when you feel like your day's over, but you know, ah, oh, the, the printer, the printer just finished a print at six o'clock PM, you know, go upstairs and clean it and start the next one. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden it's 10 PM. And now that print's done too. You know, it's like, it's like, I've had times when I was prepping for this show, actually, I had both printers running 24 seven and I get up at three in the morning and swap it out, you know, just cause I wanted to make sure those Chrome parts were sent out in time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, what am I doing, man? Like, <clears throat> you know, it's like, you don't, it's like, you can't get away from work, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think if anything too, it's like, we're, we're, we're putting in the work, you know, where we have this goal and we're just, this is the part of the grind, you know? Yeah, dude, and, totally, totally. And then, you know, I, I feel like once we, we reach like another stage, it's not that that the grind like stops it's just we start to realize all right like you said what, what am i doing i need to yeah. i need to figure out when's the right time to do this and i can only do it <laughs> this time and this one, that's it yeah <laughs> yeah man like like setting my alarm for 3 a.m to change out the printer it's like dude you know like i mean it was okay for like that week when i really needed to get the stuff out mm -hmm. but it's like if I start if I catch myself doing that like under no, normal circumstances like it's time to just like take like take a vacation or something man or like I don't know yeah you get burned out big time yeah oh yeah dude and like it's with with like the the wheels and stuff <clears throat> like it's not so bad you know but what I don't like is is the tires dude 
because the tires take twice as long and it's just the same thing over and over and over again it was like five days of tires man you know and then once that was done it was like five it was like two days of white walls you know so it's like a it's like seven days of just tires and like they they require more like after they require more work after they're printed than just like your regular stuff like it's got to dry i gotta you know clean them off a certain way and and it's just, it's just like it's just like five days of tires dude and i don't know man yeah it sounds like a lot of work dude for sure it is dude but like once once the tires are done it's like a relief you know it's like cool i don't got to worry about that for a long time now you know mm -hmm. man that's but, a trip is there is there any um any shout outs you want to give out before we wrap this episode up <laughs> uh no I, I don't know i'm not good at that shout out stuff yeah. i'll skip that <laughs> <laughs> right on dude now nah, well hey dude it was it was awesome talking to you it um you know it, it was due for sure i mean i'm excited that you're going to be coming out I'm looking forward to seeing you out here in uh, california and sure. you know i i'm also excited just to to see people like geek out on your stuff and and buy it at, at the show you know, I hope, I hope is, they do. I hope. Man, I mean, like, like I was saying, this, this isn't a regular thing. This is gonna be like, like this is a, a rare thing. Like you're coming out here to, to California, you know, and you're you're bringing product in, and yeah. I hope that people see that and they appreciate that, right there, you know, because well, and I, I I think a big part too is like, just having those displays there where people can li literally just walk up, and yeah. look at it and see what they're getting you know yeah and definitely are um um are, are you planning to um unveil those that day or are you going to do maybe like a, a hint like a little post just so people could you know hype people up uh i, I thought about that but i already got them in bubble wrap so oh, no. okay okay no no right yeah. on. well maybe maybe when you get when you're when you're out here let me know let me know that i could help you like promote it if if you decide to I'm not going to unwrap them till till I arrive at the show open. Oh, okay. okay you know cool. I mean? All right. Yeah. 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 But other than that, I mean, I'll, I'll do what I can on my part to let people know. I mean, I want, you know, people to know that, you know, you're going to be coming out and uh, yeah, man, Appreciate it's going to be that. fun, dude. I, I think it's going to be yeah. a good experience uh, for you. I'm excited, and, um, dude. But yeah, dude, yeah, actually, it, was, it was cool catching up. It was fun uh, talking amazing. to you and uh, I look forward to seeing you there at the show. It, yeah dude it's only like a week and a half almost two weeks from now too that's, that's yeah soon. Cool, <laughs> yeah man. it's all not right. that far dude it, it's it's coming up we just gotta get all our things ready and, and we'll be there yep. so um everybody who's listening um this is a uh, gavin of roberts aka lowrider model car parts make sure you check him out on instagram uh, when the episode comes up on the post obviously i'm gonna tag him as well but make sure you check him out right there and also check out his work too i mean he's a he's a model builder as well you know for those of you who are you know new listeners just checking out the show but uh thanks for tuning in episode number 161 so thank you bro and you have a yeah, good man. night thank you you too yeah thank you we'll talk later yeah man i'll see you soon all right peace out later all right late